0: Hello, I'm Willie George. I wanna welcome you to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast, and we're talking about the armor of God, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Ephesians chapter six is where you find this, and verse 17 is where we are today. And take the helmet of salvation, that's a really long text, isn't it? Uh, The Roman soldier's helmet was an effective barrier against enemy weapons. Uh, It was made out of bronze, and uh, it meant that uh, this helmet could withstand a blow, a blow from a club. It could withstand uh, the blow of a battle ax, a sword, an arrow. Uh, so this helmet was incredibly effective. Without it, it would have been very difficult to be a soldier to go into close quarters combat, even in, in, in long range combat where arrows and spears were being hurled. That, that helmet was of a great, great help. It was so heavy that it strengthened the soldier's neck. Now, uh, we don't see this today. Our our football coaches don't do this. Uh, They do to some extent, but it was a big, big thing because of how we tackled when I played football. We tackled a lot with our head, and we were taught to tackle that way. And, uh, you know, over the years, uh, football players have gotten so much bigger, so much faster, so much stronger, that the that smart football coaches have had to to lead guys away from tackling with your head trust me it, it it can lead to a concussion but uh the point that i want to make is that uh we used to put on helmets that were weighted actually we have a 25 pound weight that was bolted to the top of the helmet And we would roll that during the, it was part of our regular weight workout. And what we wanted to do, this is so typical of football players of my era. You would see us holding up our necks like this and we wanted to have that big, huge neck. And it's not so fun later on when you're not playing football anymore and you need to buy shirts, I can tell you that. But uh, anyway, that helmet, I, I can tell you, just knowing what I know about weighty helmets, that these Roman soldiers had larger necks than uh, ordinary men, and it would have been from wearing that um, uh, heavy, heavy helmet. But the helmet was lined with a spongy material, which made it easy to wear. So they had some technology that helped them to create this armor that made it uh, very effective. The Romans were masters at this. Uh, also, the helmets were ornamental, and uh, some of them had pictures. Uh, they carried uh, feathers, plumes. Uh, the the helmets were were uh, uh, eye-catching and uh, that was part of the psychological edge that they had Uh, you still see that today with football players the helmets are catching football players pay a lot of attention to the helmets now when i played football one of the things that we wanted especially if you had a team that had white helmets and we did uh, my senior year my team had white helmets and uh, that the, any other opposing player's helmet color shows up, so you'd have green and black and red, whatever team you'd played, whatever their helmets were. The paint from that would wear off, and so at the end of the game that night, you'd come in and see who got the most paint. That was a big deal, and and so uh, I can just say that this is a, a guy thing that 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 these helmets were of, of huge significance to them. It's a big thing to wear that helmet. And uh, I, I remember when I was a kid, I'd go see a war movie and I taught my mom into taking us to an army surplus store. And we we, we bought helmets for 50 cents. We could bit, get a helmet liner. And now we had official World War II uh, helmet liners. And boy, that was, that was so much fun. Uh, we played cops and robbers. We'd spray paint them white and make them into uh, police helmets. So uh, the helmet is a big deal. And it was a big deal with the soldiers salvation, the helmet of salvation is is multifaceted. It is not merely the forgiveness of sins. And unfortunately, that's how a lot of people see this. They see salvation as mainly being forgiveness of sins. Um, uh, Schofield said it's the all-inclusive word of the gospel. Salvation is sozo. And uh, it, it is translated uh, in a number of different ways. Let me read these these ways to you. Forgiveness it means eternal life. It means adoption into God's family. It means that you're born again and receive a new nature. It rem- uh, it uh, means that you have healing and soundness. Uh, there are a number of times that the word salvation or heal, uh, save, uh, is also translated heal. Uh, It means that you're brought into the covenant of Abraham, and so you're part of that covenant family. It means that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. It means also that we now have the presence of the Holy Spirit with us. That is such an amazing thing. Salvation is way more than just being forgiven of your sins. Another element about salvation is this. It's a no-so affair, and this is something that I hear a lot of times from new Christians, from people who don't know, I sure hope I'm saved. I, I, I want to know I'm going to heaven. Listen to what the scripture says in 1 John chapter 5, verses 12 and 13. He who has the Son has life. If you have the Son, you have life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. Listen to verse 13. These things have I written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Uh, This is a no so salvation. God wants us to know. I mean, wouldn't it be terrible that something so important as your eternal salvation, where you're going to spend eternity, that you don't know if you have it or not? Scripture teaches that we can know it. 1 John 5, 12, and 13. Mark that in your Bible. Now, salvation is both a finished work, but it's also an ongoing process. Now, here's what I mean by that. There are parts of you that were completely recreated, and that would be your spirit. But your mind is not recreated, but your mind can be renewed or it can be restored. Both you words are used in scripture. Your mind can be renewed. Your soul can be restored. That is on you. God did the part of recreating your spirit but you and i have the responsibility of doing something about our souls now listen to james 1:21 and i'm reading from 26 translations here's what it says so strip yourselves of everything that soils you 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 know that there are certain things that that in your life that if you leave them alone they will cause you to stumble Today, that could be your phone. It could be TV or maybe a, a premium channel that airs movies that, that cause you to stumble. Uh, there are a number of things. could be your computer. It could be that you're addicted to social media and uh, you're receiving messages from people that you really don't need to be receiving. It, it, there are a number of things that this could be. It could be a certain friend that you're hanging around. If you are going to be renewed in your mind, if your soul is going to be restored, you're going to have to strip yourself from everything that soils you. You can't let that be a part of your ongoing life. Sinful habits and attitudes are like tumors that disfigure and bring harm. Now, here's uh, here, here's what it says. Strip yourselves of every evil thing that soils you and of every evil growth. These things become a growth. They become a part of you. They become... Character sins where, where now uh, you, you are or complexion sins. This is just something of who you are. You lose your temper all the time, so much so now it's become a part of your identity. Uh, you, you fall into to lust and sex sin all the time, so now it has become so much of your identity. Uh, you can be tempted with all that stuff, but you don't have to be overcome by it. You can learn to resist that. The scripture says in Second Corinthians chapter 10, and verse five, or chapter three, I'm sorry, and verse five, that, uh, no. (laughs) Chapter 10, verses three, four, and five. Uh, It says, bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And, And that's what you gotta learn to do. You know what I have found that makes it a lot easier? When I actually say, I bring every thought, I bring that thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. When I actually say that, I've noticed that it really helps me to change my mind and my thinking and reject thoughts very quickly. Uh, Because now I'm not just resisting by saying, I don't want that, but I'm actually applying the word of God to where I'm being attacked and how I'm being attacked. And I'm moving a response immediately to that spot. So I am taking that thought captive to the obedience of Christ, learn to say that. The scripture says, strip yourselves of every evil thing that soils you and of every evil growth and receive with meekness. Now, meekness in the modern language suggests weakness, being a pushover. That is not the meekness that the New Testament speaks of. A meekness in the New Testament, if I could put it in one word, it would be this, Teachableness receive with teachableness, a willingness to listen, a willingness to admit someone knows more than you. That would be weakness or, or meekness. Uh, receive with meekness, the engrafted word. That word means implanted, meaning that it's not normally a part of you, but it's an implant. It's being put into you. Uh, so you are receiving with meekness, teachableness, the implanted word that has the power to save your soul. And so this is the ongoing process that we are going through right here. So this is how we change ourselves. We take the helmet of salvation and we are constantly filling our minds with what the scripture says we have who it says we are, what it says we can do. We are reprogramming ourselves. And when we are dealing with negative thoughts, we are taking them captive to the obedience of Christ. It's all the time I have for today, but we're not done. We will pick this up again tomorrow. See you then. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app